0: hello
1: hey everybody
0: welcome back to another week of unsensational this week we don't cover as many topics as we usually do but uh we're staying away from anything that could possibly remind us of what the hell's going on in life so uh stick around with me joe quintana someone who absolutely loves eating dirt for some reason
1: and me, Katherine Gonzales, who loves to drink kombucha. This week's episode is brought to us by the letters D. Actually, the new version of D&D for diversion and distraction. Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Okay, everyone, we're starting off great. I just asked Joe's consent for recording. She agreed. Granted, I was asking because Zoom wouldn't let me record on the podcast. But hey, this is an important lesson that consent can be asked at any time, at all times. It's not just something you have to keep to the bedroom. Or like, honestly, some people don't like hugs ask them for that how about we normalize that instead it's not something that like uh you have to do because of your family or your friends
0: what a wholesome misunderstanding <laughs> like
1: <laughs> that was so great I, really I totally
0: t- <laughs> missed it I was like yeah of course that's fine thanks for asking
1: I know and I was like please please can I have permission to record <laughs> I was like press the button <laughs>
0: Joe, damn it. Yes, I know you're okay with it. Tell the computer you're okay with it. <laughs> so, been a weird week for everyone. So, we're going to do something that's a little bit different. Catherine, you found something online. Yeah.
1: I was found this on Reddit. It's an image which states the 15 stages of female financial freedom in China. Okay, and I was actually looking through it and thought it was kind of cute and maybe we should go through and talk about like each of these but how they would apply to us instead because some of this I know is not going to be all that applicable but it's really kind of hitting home in like the super small ways that like will help you kind of establish financial freedom or like when you kind of like level up and then you get like super excited so we're talking about like our dream world situation that we would be in so ready to start it off because I don't know how to pronounce the first thing
0: (laughs) excellent
1: (laughs) I feel so bad when you want to eat a -A -A l-a-t-i-a-o it's a spicy dough stick you can buy as many bags of it as you want
0: L-A-T-L-I-O?
1: I don't know what that is. Did I just, so? is is this like a, I don't know. Sorry, never heard of it. It I looks either. like a churro to me. It's a Chinese snack, but it's spicy. Yeah. Sorry, I know that's. That sounds delicious. I'm just trying to compare it to something that I have seen before. And looking at images, that's kind of the closest thing that it looks like to me, but that sounds delicious. Okay. I love that. Get yourself some snacks, splurge on your snack self. All right. So what, what is your go-to snack Joe that if you were just like out and about, um, I guess I'm talking something more on the level of like a, like a chips or a candy or like a donut is kind of what this sounds like to me or some type of like street food. If there is.
0: And this is where it's tough because it, it, I'll, I'll give a few options and you can let me know which one's on the right level. Street tacos all the time. Mm. But I don't know if street tacos fit into this. But I'm also thinking, and this is where it depends on the time of day. Because between 1 and 4 a.m., there's nothing that hits harder than like corner store or a gas station donut. <laughs> There is nothing that will bring you as much joy as wandering in there to purchase one donut. And my favorite of those to get from the gas station, they're just like that. It's a glazed donut, but with the chocolate on top. Mm -hmm. So good. You get one of those and I'm the person who, no, I don't wait till I get home. I don't even get a bag for it. I walk out to my car and I devour that thing in like five bites. And then I look at my face, and chocolate's everywhere, and I'm a mess. And then I see what the rest of me look, looks like. And I'm like, I look exactly like someone who would buy a gas station donut at 2 a.m. <laughs> I am playing this character very well in this simulation. But at the same time, on the same level of chips, talkies, the purple talkies mm. missed me with the red ones, missed me with the green ones, but it hit me in the face repeatedly with the purple.
1: I feel like I've had thank you for your answers I like I like all of these street tacos I might fit into the next one maybe I'm not sure but I definitely I'm right there with you that's something that's around like I don't know like I would say around like a couple of bucks maybe around I like that the donut the donut idea I feel you my (laughs) I was thinking donuts for myself for my own answer My go-to donuts, and I'm a born and raised New Englander, so I'm talking Dunkin' Donut flavor here is the plain donut with the chocolate frosting with the chocolate sprinkles on top. That's probably my first go-to. My second go to. What did you just call them? What? The plain donut with the chocolate frosting and the chocolate sprinkles.
0: For someone born and raised in New England, I thought for sure you'd go with jimmies.
1: No, because that's an old term from the Jim Crow laws to refer to something <gasps> that's black. So that. that's why I don't say jimmies anymore. But I did grow up saying jimmies, but I do not anymore.
0: <gasps> I didn't know that. Yeah. Ah, okay. Make All a right. little note
1: to look that up later. But absolutely. Yeah. Mm hmm. And my my second one is a jelly filled donut with sugar on the outside instead of powder because every time I take a bite of a powdered donut I feel like I'm going to like suffocate because you always just get powder in the mouth at the first. I didn't realize how much dislike there is for some jelly donuts out there, but hey, I am all for it myself. I'm
0: more of a Boston cream than a jelly filled.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Look at, look at Just you. Satisfied. We're still keeping in like the New England area. Though. <laughs> Boston cream. I never grew up eating Takis. I feel like I've had maybe a bag. Like I went out one time and I'm like, you know what I really want now? I want hot Cheetos. I want flaming hot Cheetos. And I'm like, I think I'm also going to get Takis. And I don't remember what kind I had. I was a little thrown off by the... And maybe it was the wrong flavor, like a like a lime, almost sourness to it that I wasn't expecting. So I want to try them again. But I'm probably going with my answer for like barbecue potato chips. I just love a good crunch, especially if they're like a kettle cooked or I'm being super fancy and going with macarons. I can eat those any time of the day. They cost like 250, so it's kind of that first level of like, oh, if you just want to buy like one or two and just like pop them in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love macarons, and every time I have them, I always think it's a treat to myself.
0: That's so precious. That is so precious. Look at you. Look at you knowing how to treat yourself.
1: Ready? we're gonna graduate yeah. to level two of treating ourselves. Okay. This is milk tea freedom, uh, which is bubble tea essentially. So your order of milk tea, the moment whenever you wanna drink it and you can add in whatever toppings you want because you can have like tapioca bubbles or popping bubbles or aloe vera or other type of jelly. I absolutely love milk tea and bubble tea. Matcha Thai flavored. So mm-hmm. I am sticking with exactly what this is. <laughs> I would love this as my second level of treat yourself financial freedom.
0: I would say honestly the same. I'm not, I'm not a big coffee drinker. I prefer tea. I think there's more for me, more variation in flavor with the caffeine level that I can withstand.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe I'm just inexperienced in coffee. Perhaps I don't know. But tea's been my thing. But honestly, like having the treat of bubble tea or boba tea is so lovely and so much fun because it's fun to squish the little things and it's also fun to shoot the little things at people through the big straw. Oh my
1: gosh, it is.
0: (laughs) Everybody pretends like they're too grown to do it and then they do it and they're actually like, ugh.
1: It's such like a satisfying noise. (laughs) (laughs) What I like about the first and second level with this is milk tea is also a great like afternoon snack as well especially depending like what toppings you have on it too so i'd like that the first two are about food <laughs> about like foods and drinks that will just make you happy okay this one's interesting that i didn't think of okay stage three of the 15 stages of female financial freedom membership freedom When you want to watch a video, you buy a membership and definitely don't borrow accounts from others. Mm. I
0: think I'm going to have to just leave that as it is.
1: (laughs) I have one account that's my own. It's my Amazon Prime account. Uh, The Netflix I have, the Hulu I have, are all borrowed. And even like my partner from her family has like a television login, again, borrowed. So I I really do, I love this idea. Uh, but yeah, some of them I have like, uh, for some reason I consider like family a little bit different. And it's like one of the accounts I have is a friend's account. And I'm just like, uh, I'm like, I would actually love to like make that my own instead or just buy one of those things that's a freaking bundle of like i guess i would play into the like what was it the the hulu spotify and disney plus that's mm-hmm. a bundle that i would actually like for the no ads on spotify and like at the basic level of hulu and hey we get disney plus just to have for fun yeah in the background so i i like this and I'm surprised it's at the third level because when you start like stacking up those things, that's that's expensive, mm-hmm. and that's where some of my frustration is with this
0: because I I thought when Netflix was first doing its thing, one like I yes they used to send you the DVDs, okay I get that it was it was to mess with Blockbuster, but then they started doing the streaming and making their own content, then it was a huge new wave. When it came to um, anyone watching television at home for any reason, watching the television.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So now that there are so many streaming services, it feels the exact way that cable packages once
1: did. It is. It's gotten to be a bit too overwhelming. You'll notice that even in my answer, I didn't give you just one. I gave you a bundle. One, because I'm still forgetting we're talking about financial freedom here. And I'm like, oh, just bundle it for the ease <laughs> 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 and for the lower cost. Uh-huh. But that that's exactly it, is that there are there are too many choices now. I haven't even looked into stuff like Sling TV or YouTube TV or just anything that also comes with like a Kind of more of a package of different channels. It is, yeah, it is to the point where you're kind of paralyzed with the amount of choices you have, which segues quite nicely into oh. level four of order in freedom. So you'll only experience the agony of what to choose, not of what you can or can't afford. So, all right, Joe, we're about to talk about each other's. What is your go to takeout order? That you would actually get delivered to you, not even pick up, you would get it delivered to you.
0: <laughs> okay. Let me think about this. I love sushi. So if I could have like excellent, fresh sushi just delivered to me. Yes. Yes. And not having to think about like, okay, well, I want to order on this day because I know it's cheaper, but I also know that if I order around this time, like it's not the leftover rolls, but like, it's the ones where they'll like, you know, sometimes an, an extra piece or two might come to me, like not having to think about that, but to be like, right now I'm hungry.
1: Let me just get some sushi really quick. I love this answer. I'm stealing this answer. I I have another answer (laughs) that I will provide, but I'm stealing this specifically because this is really speaking to financial freedom. I am someone that when I order sushi, it's bound to be a lunch special because I'm getting those two or three rolls for that, like whatever it is, like 12 or like 15 bucks. And I rarely let myself order like a house roll (laughs) Mm -hmm. or a special roll. So the Uh ability... To just order what I want. Because sushi is always something that I'm like, oh, it's so good. I want to keep eating. I'm like, I'll go to an all-you-can-eat sushi place and like pace myself and order those special rolls and order those cuts of just fish mm-hmm. instead as well. And I hear you with this. Because otherwise, I was going to say noodles are also one of my, my go-to ones. Just pho is actually a comfort food for me this is it's weird because this is a comfort food that I've created for myself as an adult I did not grow up eating pho we didn't even have any type of like Vietnamese restaurant (laughs) in the neighborhood of where I grew up but whether it's going to be with like chicken or the thinly sliced cuts of meat and then I can add in whatever additional toppings I want to that would be amazing
0: it's funny because my other answer was either going to be ramen or pho.
1: Yes. Just make it noodles. <laughs> I mean,
0: and so I think for me, because that's like, if I could have someone else make that and provide it to me, I would be super happy. And I think yeah. it's because it never tastes right when I do it myself. But for me, when it comes to making like delicious tacos or delicious birria or like a really good, just soup that's not noodly. I, I can do those. And so like, I know that I enjoy making those. I like the process. I love the savoring because it tastes good at the end. Mm-hmm. But
1: I can't I can't do it with those ones. No, I can't. I don't know how to make like a tokatsu broth and I don't know how to make like, like the pho broth as well. I'm like, oh my gosh, there are so many spices involved in this and you just have to let it like sit for days. And I'm like, no, this is someone that I would rather support and like you give me your delicious food. <laughs> i will
0: give you money if you give me your delicious delicious noodles thank mm-hmm. you yeah
1: absolutely okay coming in at level five starbucks freedom so talk to me about what your go-to starbucks order would be if there's no need to think about getting a medium large extra large do you want additional pumps of whatever all of this stuff I, to give you more, some more time to think, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was listening to a podcast. It is A Hot Dog is a Sandwich by the, the mythical crew. And this was a story that Josh the mythical chef was sharing and it just like blew my mind because we're also talking about financial freedom he was explaining how in I don't know when he was younger in high school or younger or something if he was hungry for a snack he would go to a yogurt place where they charge you by weight and would get like a big bowl of cereal because Mm -hmm. cereal doesn't weigh a lot so mm-hmm. he would end up paying like 30 cents for that. And then he would take his cereal into the Starbucks and use the free milk <laughs> and pour in the milk. And he would have a bowl of cereal in a snack for like 30 cents. And I'm like, amazing. Brilliant. It, this is the kind of like ingenuity that, that we're talking about mm-hmm. here because... I know other people who've done that with like Starbucks orders of like, oh, you just ask for like this smaller espresso amount in the bigger cup and then you fill it up with like your own type of milk as well. There are so many like hacks out there of like, oh, you're not going to ask for ice because then you're going to get more volume of liquid.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not a fancy coffee or tea person. And I know that I said not so much coffee before, but Starbucks makes me think of co- whatever. So I'm trying to think of in general, any coffee shop that I like to go to, what would be the thing where I would be like, this is what I want in my hand. And I wish I could be that really cool person that got espresso and just sipped on it. Like, you know, they just look cool. They always have the cool glasses. They're sitting there doing something artsy and they... They're not aloof, but they have like this sense of like, here I am. And then they take a little sip of their espresso and put it down with their tiny little bit. Like, I wish I could be that cool. But what I like instead, and I'm going to pull this reference from a TV show. I like cups that are so big, they may as well have a nipple on them. I love the big cups because (laughs) as a big person, I like sometimes to feel small. And so when I have the big cups, I'm like, "Uh, I'm warm. I'm small. This is so nice. So a lot of times I'll do like a chai with a Mm -hmm. milk alternative because I'm lactose intolerant.
1: Mm -hmm. See, there you go. You would never have to worry again about paying extra for like any type of milk exactly yeah i could get a refill what a concept i know you could actually i feel like in the states we very rarely are like a group of people that will sit down to like enjoy a cup of coffee so even what you were describing of like the last time i can remember I'm not a coffee drinker myself, but the last time I can remember someone sitting down to enjoy a cup of coffee was an espresso as a after dinner beverage. And you get it with like your little like lemon twist as well. And it's because we were already sitting down eating anyway, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you might as well do that. So I like that uh, idea too. Uh, So I would end up going with all the tea lattes I'd want to change it up. I would want to try latte. I would want a matcha latte. I would want a London mm. Fog. It's one of my favorites, actually. Just like an Earl Grey tea, or just a black tea with like vanilla and lavender flavors. Cool. It's delicious. That would make me. That would make me very happy. And yes, still have that option of like different milk alternatives because it's slightly going to change the, the flavor in it. So, so
0: with you yeah. saying that, this is how locked into. lack of freedom i am where i was like you know if you got loose leaf tea and you made your own like lavender syrup yeah probably just do that at home and save a bunch and i was like damn it
1: oh don't worry i've (laughs) considered doing that (laughs) you want to know the only thing that stopped me from it i have to actually buy vanilla bean pods and i'm like i don't want to waste them so i have to have more ideas of what to use the vanilla bean pods for besides making just my lavender vanilla syrup don't worry joe where this is why it's a good exercise for us (laughs) Maybe this is something specific to China that I'm actually not aware of or I just I just don't know. So level 6 is cherry freedom. I think they legitimately mean cherries. So be it spring, summer, autumn or winter, on or off season, whenever you want to eat some, you just order some. Oh. I had no idea if I do know that cherries are very expensive. I remember being blown away by that. Like the first time I bought them myself mm-hmm. in the market. Okay.
0: So what import, so what seasonal yeah. or regional food yeah. that tends to increase the price? Hmm. I can tell you for me right now, I I've got the answer. Oh, please go ahead. I'm landlocked. I love seafood. If I could, in like some way that wouldn't kill the environment, if I could have fresh shellfish, get me a Maine lobster, Mm. get me some delicious crab. Okay, if I could get that, that would be really
1: great. I would absolutely love that. It's so expensive here. previous levels the responses have been really quick in coming to me this is the first one that i'm like kind of stuck with for what would i end up going with huh
0: okay what else is a a fancy thing um bison you guys not don't eat bison a lot in the northeast though
1: right not really No, that's more of like you have to go somewhere specific to get a... a (laughs) Am I triangulating myself too much? (laughs) Representing the West, Joe. (laughs) And my answer is about to be influenced by what you just responded with. Because this is not seasonal. I don't think it's a year-round thing. But i'm now going on the end of barbecued meats so i don't think the northeast is uh good or known for any particular type of barbecue if there are good places it's because someone from a different part of the country has come here (laughs) and decided to open up shop but that's something that i guess i do always associate with summer Or where I'm going is that most barbecue places are a, we have this until we don't. So you better like line up and come in earlier in the afternoon. Otherwise, you're probably not going to get it for dinner. So a small scarcity there that I would like the option to have those different style of whether it is actually like barbecued and smoked Or, like a dry rub, or actually being like sauced instead. Because I Mm -hmm. do love, and same thing, as long as we can figure out some way for the environment. um, I do love red meat. It's just not something I often will treat myself to.
0: Which is fair, because to be honest, you know, when it comes to cured meats, red meats the amount of connection and what they're starting to push toward causation with colon cancer huge thing that i've been looking into i eat red meat maybe like once a week i try to get it for a mix up of flavor but yeah there is a very strong correlation pushing towards causation of red meats and colon cancer and cured meats and colon cancer wow Anyway, so all that to say, good good job. You're saving yourself (laughs) and
1: your butthole. Uh, See, this is the quality content you (laughs) expect when you come here to listen to this podcast. (laughs) Okay, level seven. This is gaming freedom. Um, So this is, I guess, something very specific. When playing Evolve Lover? a dating simulation, you're happy to burn money on your husband's. So I will, I don't know this game. I don't play dating simulation games myself. However, I do play other games and there is a reason I don't usually play games that have like in-app purchases, except for like Pokemon Go is one of the games that I play. And let me tell you, if for whatever reason i have to or like i'm really want to spend like five or ten dollars on this game i go into this big conversation with myself of like oh this could be a slippery slope and you know you're already playing the game it's just unlocking other like coins so you can do stuff in the game to actually not have to worry about that would be phenomenal so i'm still sticking with the like because I do play video games regularly, this would probably allow me to like switch up some of the games that I play. Like I don't play PC games as much, but if I did have access to a PC and play some of those, that sounds, that sounds really fun.
0: Now, I, I don't necessarily play a lot of the video games, but if I could go to an arcade and have unlimited money Ooh. to play pinball... Oh I absolutely would. Absolutely. I am not great at it, but I think that it is so fun and the boards yeah. are really cool and the stories that they come up with.
1: Super fun. Oh my gosh. I love it. There are, I know it's a chain, I believe. It's called Barcade.
0: Do yeah. you have
1: something? Do you have that in Colorado? We or have some- We have one Barcade and then we have
0: um, two sister restaurants where one's called One Up and one's called Two Up. And
1: it's the same kind of thing. Oh, awesome. Yeah. See, that's basically, I know we're talking like adult Dave & Buster's, which I love Dave & Buster's, by the way. Went there a lot as a kid with my father awesome times and like would still go. But that's actually, that's really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be able to like go there and just be like, okay, here's like, I don't know, like 50 bucks. And then you can just get whatever like food and drink you want mm-hmm. to go have that for a night. Oh, I really like that idea. That's cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that would be mine. I do. I love it so much. I actually, my aunt got me these coasters that are actually Little mini pinball things. They have the spring and the pull foot for it. So it's That's it sends terrible. the balls into the coaster and you
1: can cool. land them in little nooks. They're so cool. I want them. That sounds so fun. Like I had those little like water games, those little like ring toss things. I was like, you yes! just press the little button. I would still to this day spend so much time just like if I had
0: one. <laughs> you guys can't see yes, it, but Catherine on. was getting close to the camera and then Pinching
1: her little fingers and thumbs together. I looked like a little tiny crab is what my imitation yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Level eight that we have is lipstick freedom. When you see a color you like, buy it. When you see one that looks good, buy it. Now, I'm someone that doesn't wear makeup regularly in my day-to-day life. I got a makeup kit. Joe, I think you're nodding in the same way. Like, I will put on a face if, like, there's a particular occasion. So I'm trying to think of something comparable here. So mine
0: would not be recurring or continuous Mm -hmm. as much. But I think over time would end up about the same. Because lipstick can be pretty expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I want hair removal. I want hair removal. And it's not, I know this is a queer show and people are going to say it's okay. It's a natural state of your body. That's fine. There are some places where my body for some reason has decided that hair needs to be that I don't think there needs to be hair. Mm -hmm. It's not serving a purpose. It's not my preference. And honestly, because of PCOS, my body's just like, I don't know. This seems like a fun spot popping out. Like, no. No, thank you. I would like to reverse what's happening there. Thanks so much. So like if I could do that, which I know because of the color of my skin and hair, I think it would be about like three sessions for each area.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm thinking that like that, and I, even in my brain right now, I was like, and if I got a group on, if I thought about it that way, that, <laughs> oh my God, no. So if I could just schedule that, not have to worry about it, but I just schedule that, have that taken care of. Over time, the cost would be about the same. It's like, oh, I like that shade. Let's just pick it up. I I think it would even out over a few years.
1: You and I were on the same wavelength right here because I didn't go to like a laser hair removal type treatment. I went to eyebrow waxing. If I could get my eyebrow, upper lip, chin waxed whenever, regularly, like once a month, what have you and just not concern myself with that that would be great this is a personal preference of mine just for like upkeep and grooming because i also have like thick dark hair and i think that waxing especially on the face is a bit more of a, a skill so that you actually have to be like a little bit more practice in uh so yeah that's probably where i would end up spending my money too on that level
0: Interesting. Sorry, just the fact that both of us went for like hair removal.
1: I know how, right? Like this was something related to makeup, female beauty. And because we don't do makeup, we both second went to hair removal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for bringing that up. Cause I also wanted to point that out. I could have went with, actually, this is a really great answer too. I could have went with earrings. If I see a pair of earrings that I like, because I love earrings. I have a very diverse collection, like an actual like quality pair of earrings that would be on Mm -hmm. par with lipstick. I would love that to be able Mm. to kind of like rotate them. And crap, I think that's actually a more appropriate answer. But that is mind-blowing. Yeah, that did not occur to me at first. Yeah. At all.
0: Which is funny because now that you say earrings, I want to be like, same. But mostly because there were these really beautiful french revolution guillotine earrings that i'm sure they're actually in a museum somewhere and i know that there are new plastic versions but like a good metal guillotine earring i think would be beautiful and i would absolutely love it
1: i'm gonna steal the guillotine earrings one of my other thoughts, which is a totally different level of financial freedom, maybe maybe you would relate to this one as well. If I could have different pairs of glasses, different styles of glasses, it's actually something I've always wanted in my life to have maybe three different pairs of glasses that I could actually rotate for just however I want to be styled that day instead of my one primary pair. And I, I actually do consider that a certain level of like success and financial freedom. Like, like I've, I've made it to a place in my life. Cause I also wear contacts regularly. So my insurance money often will go to contacts instead of glasses, or I have to do a lot of juggling for that one year that I decide I want a new pair of, of glasses. So I'm making up my own 16th level of multiple pairs of glasses.
0: You are <laughs> genuinely speaking my language and let me tell you why. Right before we recorded, I had to close. I close out all of my tabs and everything and keep the desktop clean. I was looking up lots of different types of glasses. Like the clear ones. And I wanted one that were rainbow just because they were super funky kind of nice. looking. And then like some old man 70s aviator ones. I like these ones because it's very like 1950s rocket scientist-y, I think. Mm-hmm but i was like it that would be so cool like i would love those that was so funny that you brought that up <laughs>
1: I've always wanted a pair of glasses that, like, you look at that person and immediately think they are, like, an artist or a writer because of, like, bold colors as probably, like, more of, like, a circular lens instead. And mm-hmm. I would just – I want that. I want, like, funkier pairs of, of glasses to be able to, to have. Maybe I'll get around that by just – getting those glasses without the prescription lenses and just buy the frames Dude, <laughs> instead and still wear contacts I, it's it's a thought
0: a brilliant thought
1: okay so that was a level eight I don't want to monopolize the rest of the time going through the list because mm-hmm. I think we've had some fun conversations. Um, so maybe we'll save that for another time. The other mm-hmm. stages of of financial freedom and the one that we made up so really we did nine levels, especially like glasses freedom mm-hmm. should should be in there. So let's let's switch it up and again talk about something something else that's a little bit fun. It would not be an unsensational podcast unless Joe and I brought up the TikTok. <laughs> Everyone Uh should be flattered that we're like halfway through and we've only brought it up once. There is a trend going on right now and woman had made this video of start a fight in five words or less without politics. So again, keeping with our theme of this week, not talking about politics, doing a little rest and relaxation for ourselves. Mm hmm so joe and i are gonna start scrolling through the comments and get to chatting about some of these some of these hot takes that that exist
0: the the first comment here
1: i'm already angry with what is it joe what's what's our first comment are you The
0: five words are draco malfoy is not hot I disagree wholeheartedly. (laughs) It's probably because I'm a Scorpio. I have trauma, you know, attracted to broken people. Look, I know. I know that's what I do. But let me tell you, (laughs) what do you you think? How do you feel about Draco Malfoy?
1: Draco Malfoy is not the hottest Malfoy. I would like to posit that Narcissa Malfoy is the hottest instead i'm going off of this because of joe and i have talked about in previous podcasts we we like a little bit of an older woman i'm picturing like a Kate blanchett a style that we have going on here Mm. and the fact that narcissa wasn't she married into the malfoy family and kind of her her little arc at the end of just getting to a point where not putting up with some of her husband shit um, Mm. and also being like I'm here and I'm going to protect my family though so tell me what's going on with with Draco and them. That's what I would like to to go off on. Do I agree or disagree with that Draco Malfoy is not hot? I, I think I disagree with that. I think I do agree that even just his physical description, yeah probably a hot dude but also he just had like so much shit to put up with in life I-, I like to think that there were some pieces that he ended up kind of just growing out of
0: I agree with you I do I think Narcissa hotter than Draco but I'm gonna put this in there <laughs> Lucius Malfoy not as a character but Jason Isaacs specifically. There is something Mm. about that man that was speaking to me at a level where when the movies came out, I don't know that a grown man should have been speaking to me. (laughs) But even now that I have gotten older I'm still like oh my god yes like what a genuinely good looking man wow
1: yeah I agree with you on on that one too yeah there is yeah there there's no denying that so okay here we go a hot family all around
0: <laughs> <laughs> family of is. oh genes
1: are strong
0: Ooh. The Office is extremely overrated. I have a family member who loves The Office. It's their comfort show. Okay. And some things are definitely giggle worthy. But I have to say the original version from Across the Pond, I liked better. There was something a little bit more dry Mm. and a little more, like, almost just confusing and uncomfortable rather than, like, pitiful and uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. I do agree. At least for the U.S., both are overrated, but especially the Americanized version.
1: This is about to be a situation where my actions speak louder than my words. Mm -hmm. So, Joe, you pulled up a comment that was like, the office is overrated. There are a couple sprinkled in here of like, Friends is overrated. Big Bang Theory is overrated. I have not seen multiple episodes of The Office, US or UK. I have not actively sat down to see multiple episodes of Friends. I have actively sat down to watch multiple episodes of The Big Bang Theory, and I would probably agree that Big Bang Theory is also overrated. Yup. Like, trust me, I enjoyed it, and it was one of those, like, fun-to-put-on-in-the-background type shows, but I stopped following that after a while. And no, I don't think it's as, like, wildly hilarious as, as some people say it is. But uh, yeah, Friends and The Office, I know those are like staples in classics. And I'm sure for some of those listening, they're cringing and being like, what? How is this possible? Trust me, Mm -hmm. there are a ton of movies and TV shows I just haven't seen. Fair. That's fair. Okay, here we go. Here's one of them that I just want. What? Pour milk before the cereal. I I'm a person that grab my bowl, pour in my cereal, and then pour in my milk. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's just ever occurred to me to do it the other way.
0: It for me, it would make sense to do it the other way. Cause for me, I'm like, okay, the thing that I'm going to eat is cereal. Now, I'm also someone that'll just eat dry cereal. Like if I'm having cereal, I can have it with or without milk. So for me, I'm like, the cereal is the thing that I'm eating. So I'm going to portion out what I want to eat. And if I want to have milk with it, I need an appropriate amount of milk to put into the cereal to make sure that I have like the milk with the cereal, but it's not getting soggy, but there's like enough. So when you stir it, they get, you know, the right pieces get milky. If you, I felt, I feel like if I put the milk in first, I wouldn't be able to tell how much cereal I actually put in because it would just be floating on
1: top. Right. I guess I could see that if you don't want to make it as soggy initially, maybe maybe Mm. that's their method and what they're trying to say. I have also, I know this is not five words or less, but just like mash one of them together for me. What do you think about ice cream instead of milk for cereal? or like ice cream is better than milk with with cereal. This is where it's hard. Okay,
0: so I mm, I'm not a big cereal eater in general, but I I don't know about better, but I feel like different for sure cuz like mm. me, I think it, have we gone over the Cracklin Oat brand debacle? Okay. Have you heard of Cracklin Oat brand? I feel like I've heard of it, but that's where it stops. You've never put it in your mouth? No. Never had the joy? Oh my God. (laughs) It's so good, Catherine. (laughs) So good. It is one of my favorite cereals. It's oat bran, Ovs, but it's just absolutely delicious. And there's cinnamon and the the crunch factor is good it's hard and crunchy but it doesn't tear up your mouth as much as like grape nuts does although I love myself some good grape nuts so for me like those are ones that, again I could eat on their own or with milk but for me it's always so sweet that for me it's always kind of a treat anyway or like you know I really need something sweet and sugary whether it's for a dessert or a snack I just want something like that so I feel like for me milk and ice cream could go in and out. I will <laughs> say as someone who doesn't dairy, frozen non-dairy ice creams don't hit your mouth the same as just regular ice cream and i I've tried, yeah, everything i I have. but what about no unless it is something some very small obscure indie thing no, I haven't tried that, but all the big ones absolutely. Absolutely. What about you? Where are you on that?
1: I think it's uh, equal to it. I mm-hmm. I think there are situations where if you want more of a more of a treat for yourself, eat your cereal with with ice cream instead. Mm-hmm. But I am also someone who I don't mind my ice cream soggy, which is weird, and I should say melted instead. I am happy to have my ice cream melted. I will enjoy a bowl of ice cream soup if I leave it out for too long. I am someone who will microwave the carton because if I'm trying to scoop out my ice cream and it's frozen and I want ice cream right now, no, I'm not gonna wait and put it out on the counter so I don't care that it gets melty. Yes, trust me, plenty of times that I've had ice cream soup as well. It's why I prefer soft surf ice cream over hard ice cream as well joe it seems that this has sparked <sighs> strong feelings in you
0: <laughs> yes i am having this is a moment where i am having big feelings <laughs> um i'm someone where when i eat ice cream if it melts in the bowl i'll still like drink it because it's a it's a rare treat for me to have any sort of frozen desserty thing um but i'm trying to think of like prefer or like no but I do and this is where oh man this is I don't know if this is weird or not I really hope it's not I prefer ice cream that like has stuff in it so if it's going to be like a mint chocolate chip I I want like the the chips in it the good chunks or if it's going to be rocky road I want those things but I want it to go into my mouth frozen and then I suck on it until the solid crunchy pieces are what's left. Mm. And then I chew those and then I swallow them.
1: Yeah. I think I'm with you on that. I do prefer ice cream that has little like goodies inside of it as opposed to just like a straight up plain ice mm. cream. But I'm I'm very much a chocolate and peanut butter fan. Mm. So if there are like, you know, those little peanut butter cups in it or like a fudge swirl or just like a chunk of the peanut butter as well, that sounds that sounds great.
0: Even with the melt, I'm oh, sorry. I'm trying to track through this. You like the delicious things inside, even with your schmelty ice cream? So you just, like, microwave it in the bowl, you you drink the smelt, and then all the crunch comes in? Yeah.
1: Yeah, because then I just get to go fishing for, like, the little peanut butter cups in the <laughs> pond of ice cream that I have. <laughs> they should make them into little fishy shapes for people, <laughs> for people like me that prefer it. Yeah, you know what? I got... <laughs> I got teeth that are sensitive to cold. <laughs> there. And that are sensitive to other things. Yeah. Don't worry, that's not the weirdest thing. I'm gonna feel a little weird for sharing this on the podcast. Might edit out later. Who knows? My favorite way to eat jello when I was younger was to scoop it, swish it in my mouth like it was mouthwash. <laughs> and then I would either swallow or if I was feeling, I don't know, maybe extra weird, I would put it back out on the spoon and then I would eat it again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you had me up until the last part
1: yeah i know i would do that sometimes i really would but otherwise that would be i would just yes swish it in my mouth like mouthwash and then mm-hmm. and then just and then swallow that way as opposed to just i don't know chewing jello insane though yeah. i would put it in my mouth and then
0: before i did the swishing i would like push it between my teeth you know what i'm talking about yes Yep. So it would like squish between my teeth. So I'd do that until it got to be a little too liquidy. And then I would swish it to like fully liquidize it. And then I would swallow, which is why I was like, same. I
1: have the same food thing. <laughs> <gasps> awesome. Please email <laughs> us if you also did this, dear Are listener. Are you
0: also a jello freak?
1: We're just two weirdos and that's why we're friends um i see a a comment on the video for very generic don't know how to take it uh sequels are better than prequels and this is really interesting because there's nothing i guess i can expand to see the replies i don't know if they're talking about star wars characters star wars i think that's what this is in reference to i bet I mean, that's this even happening in the Harry Potter universe, kind of. I'm, I'm really using this very loosely of like, you know, now we're getting the movies of what the fuck? Biscotti. <laughs>
0: oh, my gosh. Yeah, Your kid were just blacked out all of a sudden. And all he was, what the fuck? Biscotti? <laughs> I love that. That should be kept
1: in. This is. So- i have to explain to joe and all you other listeners i have my laptop up on on a little table um so it's kind of more at my face height and my cat has been like attacking the table (laughs) as we've been recording and then just jumped up on top of it and sat on the keyboard so my video was blacked out for a little bit she minimized my screen hopefully everything else is is the same but so,
0: okay. Sequels, prequels, Star Wars. I like the sequels. I like a lot of the spinoffs. Was not a fan of the prequels. I was not a fan of the movies that came out when I was in grade school. I didn't think the acting was great. I didn't think a lot of stuff was like I don't know. It, it just wasn't portrayed very well. It wasn't as like cool and gritty and deserty as they had shown before. It just didn't match anything. So I have a huge frustration with that. I also think oftentimes when it goes to sequels rather than prequels, they have a movie. And there's some formula that worked for this movie and they're trying to figure out okay here are the ages of people that watched this how do we expand that just a little bit and so they make their foreshadowing a little more heavy-handed they make more falling down jokes they uh name people certain things that make it very obvious what's going to happen in their story arc rather than these really subtle beautiful things that have happened usually if there's a prequel in order to make sure that it matches up with the original movie it tends to also be a little more nuanced a little more if we're walking into a nuanced movie we have to set up that in the background as
1: well i hear you yeah it really isn't done as frequently I, i'm just thinking of fast and furious die hard lord oh. of the rings star wars harry potter it harry potter all <laughs> of, all all of those and it. yeah it is always just toy story all of those just kind of sequel based or or continuations. I I feel that prequels really do have their place, but it is a shame because I can't I can't think of those as readily or kind of be as excited. But I feel like I would be more excited potentially for like a good a good prequel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Instead. Okay. One one last topic before we start, because it just came in my brain. What's your opinion on final movies that are split into two parts? I'm talking like the final Harry Potter movie that was dragged out into two. I'm talking about Twilight, for goodness sake. Breaking Dawn that was dragged out into two parts. We're not talking sequels or prequels here. I think this is coming just from the perspective of we want to make more money. And I can't get past it because I very... If that's what it would turn into, I wish all the movies were like that.
0: Exactly. And I think that's that's where my brain went because you brought up movies that were books. Yep. And my frustration, in many cases, it, with, with Harry Potter, we'll go with one of these, you saw the ghosts like once or twice in the movies, yeah. but in the books, they were always there doing shit. Yep. Like, I'm sorry- Peeves played an incredible role for the siege at Hogwarts. Incredibly important. Wasn't even in any of the movies. Yeah, All of these ghosts were so important to the story and to making it about more of a community, about what can happen with people after you die. Really beautiful things that were done with the way that ghosts were woven into the fabric of those books and they weren't brought up at all so you left out all that stuff in the books but now that you know that people have put all this money in and all this time into watching these movies you're gonna hit them with a double because you wanted them to pay twice as much in order to have everything wrapped up super clean
1: people would have been paying twice as much from the very start if you were to break every movie every book into two movies is what mm-hmm. I should be saying. And people would probably end up being really happy that you actually provided that level of accurate detail. Like there, mm-hmm. there's going to be an audience to kind of soak that in. Yeah. And that's the times exactly, as you said that I wish they had just done that from, from the start.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. There are so many books that have been turned into movies where Again, and I know that it's going to feel watered down because, you know, if it took me two weeks to finish this book and there's so much and it happens over years and years and, you know, you get to see people's internal struggle and you get to know each of these characters incredibly intimately. I get it. Tough to do in like hour and a half, two hours. I do. But then don't try to fit the whole book in one movie. Seriously. I just shook my laptop like a rag doll. So so how about this? Thank you for taking a break from usual programming to do something that doesn't inspire me to doom scroll. And thank you all for listening. Subscribe, rate, review, unsensational, wherever you are listening to us. Find and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are UnsensationalJK on all platforms. Send us your topic suggestions via email to unsensationalpodcast at gmail.com or via the contact page on our website, unsensationalpodcast.com. If you feel like it, send us some dough on our Patreon, patreon.com slash unsensationaljk. And with that, let me say, Cammie and Dane Thurber, thank you. We love you. Thank you so much. This, this has definitely been an unsensational episode.
1: Until next time, everyone stay queer.